everyone. Good evening and welcome back to another Porsche Cooled podcast. Uh, today we're having another chat with uh, my friend Steve. Steve's a Porsche enthusiast. Uh, he's based in Sydney, Australia. He's owned uh, three Porsches. If you watched, if you listened to the last podcast, if you haven't, take a listen to that. He's owned a 964, 993, and now he owns a 997.1 GT3. So we're going to have another chat with Steve today. We're going to talk about the sound of the 997. We're going to talk about exhaust mods. We're going to talk about how to make your 997 sound that little bit better. So it's a really good episode today. Uh, I hope you can uh, stick around and have a listen. Um, this is the Porsche Cool Podcast. My name is Michael Bath. Uh, this podcast is available on Podbean. It's available on Apple Podcasts, the main uh, main place to find this podcast. It's available on uh, Spotify. It's also available on uh, Google Podcasts. Um, I also put this podcast up on my YouTube channel, which is Michael Bath, and it goes up uh, a few days after this podcast goes live on uh, all the podcast suppliers. Um, that's for people who like to uh, listen to it on YouTube. But anyway, this is a Porsche Good Podcast. Uh, welcome back, and uh, let's get Steve on the Zoom. Let's get him on the Zoom, uh, and I apologize if there's any problem with the sound, but Zoom is uh, it's pretty good, but it's not perfect. Uh, so let's chat to Steve about the 997 and the sound of the 997. Okay, so welcome back, everyone. Um, so as I said before, uh, Steve is joining us again, all the way from Australia. Uh, we're doing this by Zoom. So uh, please be gentle with the uh, the sound quality may not be as good as it usually is. Um, we've tried to make it better for this one, it should be okay. Um, but we're improving it all the time anyway, but it is via Zoom, so there are always uh, some losses in quality because of that. Um, so this is a Porsche Cool podcast, so we're joined by Steve, my friend, all the way from Sydney, Howdy. Australia. Once again, it's very, very early in the morning there, and he is already awake. Hi, Steve. Hi. again. <clears throat> all right, so today we thought we'd talk about making the Porsche sound just that little bit better or making the 911 sound a little bit better. Um, Steve's had quite a lot of experience with his cars uh, doing exhaust, I guess we can call it modifications, even though on uh, YouTube the other day, someone had a go at me by saying modifications when things weren't true modifications. So I'm not sure what warrants being a true modification, but I think an exhaust is a modification. <laughs> you agree, What's Steve? the definition of that? I don't know. Someone was, there was an old video that I put up, uh, the mods that I've done, the mods over two years on my 997 and some, yeah. I won't say the word, some person uh, <laughs> thought it necessary to say, these aren't mods. What are you talking about? That's not what a real mod is. So apparently I don't know what a real mod is, but I think exhausts are a mod. I would call them a mod unless we call them accessorizing, accessorizing in 911. <laughs> I don't think I understand the <laughs> distinction, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's just one of the many stupid comments that you get when you have a YouTube channel. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about the sound of the, nine, the sound of the nine nine eleven. Uh, in particular, we're going to chat about, I guess, the nine nine seven because, uh, as you know, I own, I own a base Carrera. Steve owns a GT three nine nine seven point one GT three, um, and Steve has just done an exhaust mod recently. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say that um, I guess Steve, when I first, I remember when I first picked up the nine eleven and. Mm. You know, I knew it sounded like a 911, and I think it wasn't the first day. It was probably after a few days, and I might have said something to you at the time. Um, yeah. It just didn't sound loud enough. It just didn't sound like it was even even driving out of my car space. It just didn't sound like it had 
any depth to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. just the standard exhaust that came with the 997 Carrera, not, no exhaust fitted, no exhaust mods fitted at the time. And it just sounded uh, way too soft. Completely agree. And I completely remembering basically just egging you on pretty much the second that you bought the car or even before you bought the car. <laughs> um, but that's, again, personal taste, but I think it's just they do sound quiet and the uh, a lot more muted. I don't know if that's like um, pollution kind of regulation, uh, emission, not emissions, noise pollution um, regulations around the world, et cetera, et cetera. But it is a very quiet car out of the box. And I guess I guess my problem was is that I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say you're 964, but I remember you're 993. And I remember your 993 mm. sounding so amazing. But probably in my head thinking... <laughs> That was a standard sound of a 911, which it obviously wasn't. You'd obviously done something to the 993. It wasn't the standard uh, standard exhaust sound. Um, and yeah, I guess right. I was expecting the 997 to sound like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I didn't really well, notice well, it when funny. we took. I didn't notice it when we took it for. Sorry, I didn't notice it when we took it for the test drive. But obviously, after a few days, and I think we went for a drive somewhere. I think we may have gone on a drive somewhere. I don't know whether it was down south or, or we went somewhere quite soon after I got the car. And I yeah. remember it not it just not sounding very loud, especially when I'm following you and I can hear your exhaust in the GT3, you know, <laughs> yeah. coming through. It's funny that you say that, though, because that was one of the biggest worries that I had about going from uh, air-cooled to water-cooled, which was I loved the sound of my 964. The 993 sounded brilliant too. Both had kind of um, uh, they were modded so they were a bit louder. Um, but the shift from air-cooled to water-cooled was one of the things that you'd read about. Everybody would sort of say it just doesn't sound as good. Um, so I was always kind of worried about that. It's different for me because going into a GT3 is different from um, going to like a standard kind of Carrera. But, yeah, like they sound different. They really do sound different. It's not as growly, etc. Okay, so let why don't we start? Let's start at the base Carrera, right? The base Carrera, because your yep. 964 was a Carrera 4 and your 993 was a Carrera. So, and let's start, and my 997 is obviously a base Carrera. So, yeah, I guess, yep. like I said, mine, I, I, I felt like it just needed, it was too soft. It needed something else. Um, and then I know I probably asked you heaps of questions at the time, and I started doing that search for exhaust. Uh, and I yep. remember at the time, I looked at the Porsche, um, the sports exhaust, the actual factory exhaust. Uh, yep. And I remember, PSC. I think it was, yeah, the, yeah, the PSC was Suncoast, I think, had it. And I think uh, Design 911, sorry, Design 911 in the UK had it. I think at the time it was about three and a half thousand US dollars and I, or somewhere like that or 2,000 pounds or something like that. Uh, and then another hundred dollars or something or a hundred pounds for the switch to put in the dashboard, which is the switchable one. But then I, then I saw videos on that and I saw how complicated it was to have it installed, especially for the switching of it and getting the wiring and everything. It looked very complicated. And then it said it took quite a lot of hours to install it. So then you're getting up to, I guess, you know, could be somewhere around 4,000, 4,500 US dollars. So what's that, 6,000 Australian just to fit the, the Porsche sports exhaust. So that was way, expensive, too, right? way too expensive, way too expensive. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's not even including shipping. That was the price at Suncoast X shipping. So once you ship something so heavy, as we know, it's going to cost you a lot of money uh, coming into Australia. Uh, and I'm sure the price at, at Porsche Australia would be a lot higher because Suncoast does seem to be still quite cheaper than um, Porsche in Australia. 
Yeah. So then the other one I looked at was the InnoTech or IPE or whatever it was, InnoTech uh, Performance Exhaust. And that was a switchable. You mean tech art? No, InnoTech. It was called IPE. Oh, InnoTech. Yeah, IPE yeah. or IPE or yeah. InnoTech. Um, yeah. And that was a switchable one as well. And I think that was around the same price. It might have been a few hundred dollars cheaper. It was somewhere around 3000 US. Uh, and I found out about that because I read on the forums that a few people had installed it and a few people said it was really, really good on 997s. Um, yeah. So that was that was one, another option. Then there was FabSpeed. And I think I asked you about FabSpeed and you said they're okay for Ferraris, but not for Porsche. I think that was the brand that you said that was not much good. Did I say that? <laughs> Is that what you said? I swear it was, I swear you said that. No, I don't think. Was it FabSpeed or was it the like other that. one? What's the one that Ferrari mainly use? Oh, I think you're thinking of um, Tubi style. Oh, Tubi. Sorry, that's right. It was Tubi. Yeah. There was a Tubi one, which I left out. That was Tubi. And then I looked at FabSpeed. But FabSpeed was about 2000 US dollars or 2500 US dollars as well. So they're all quite expensive. Yeah. And then I remember I stumbled upon uh, Fista on... I don't know, Renlist or something like that. There was a forum about it on 997 Renlist forums um, about FD Motorsports, about Darren Fister and about this Porsche mod. I think I actually came across the Gundo hack first, which I'm still not even quite sure of the distinction, but the Gundo hack has another separate piece, one piece yep. welded in or two pieces welded in or something. It's slightly different, right? It's just a weld between the two pipes and the exhaust box, which is, um, I think... I think, and don't quote me, but I think the Fister mod is just an, an internal thing where they kind of uh, cut open the kind of back box and they do effectively something very similar. It's just that a Gundo hack, um, you can actually see it on the outside. No, you can so see like the, for, no, you can actually see the Fister on the outside. On the 997, okay. there's a pipe, that, there's a piece of metal that he welds between oh, the, the two pipes. Thing. But I think that the, the, the Gundo is done in a different position or the gundo has two pipes or something i think from what i read the gundo was a was a louder mod it was louder than the fister which is what turned me off the, the gundo hack yeah right i think um but um, mine definitely I, I has i can't quite remember because it's a very similar i think it's a pretty similar thing on the 993 and uh when you read Renlist, it's the size of the the diameter of that pipe that you kind of um, weld in changes the tone, um, changes the note of it and sort of makes it louder, softer, et cetera. Yeah, because I, I remember when I mentioned to you about the Fister and you said something that you had it, you used Fister before, you'd bought parts from him and you'd bought uh, done something with your 993 from Fister, right? Yeah, they're great. Mark, uh, Mark looked after me at um, Fister and they were always really good. Yeah, so um, I was dealing with Darren, Darren Fister, who was really good. Mm. But the reason why I went with the Fister in the end is because, as you know, I didn't want to have that droning sound in the cabin. I didn't want it to be too loud because obviously it's not switchable or anything like that. So basically the sound is the sound. Um, and your car didn't come with the um, didn't come with the switch. Right, like as standard, you didn't have PSC, which means no, that you no, didn't no. have the option to kind of have the switch in there anyway. No, no. That's why, I mean, if, you're, if I would have gone with a Porsche Sports Exhaust, you would have had to got that switch, you have to buy the panel, you'd have to get it all yeah. wired up. Yeah, so that just all seemed like too much of a hassle. Uh, with the InnoTech one, they give you a little switch, which is like on your key fob, 
which is one of those switches where you can open and close the valves on the exhaust on the Enotech. Yep. That was the IPE one, which IPE I was kind of keen on, but I wasn't keen on the price and it just seemed like way too much money and I just wasn't willing to spend that much money after just sort of buying the car because the exhaust was one of the first things that I did on my car. Um, but the Fista was pretty good. And basically in the end, the, you know, the, the, the benefit of the Fista, you know, there was a few videos on YouTube. There are a few videos online, very badly recorded as most of these exhaust videos are on YouTube or they were at that time. Uh, this is going back three years ago now. So, but from the ones that I heard, uh, it sounded pretty good. Uh, the sound of the exhaust sounded pretty good. It sounded pretty good on pass by. Um, yeah. It wasn't, and basically the cost was right. It didn't cost that much, although it did cost me a lot more because one, I kept my my cores, my original cores, um, which I'll probably never use again, but I've, I kept them because the cost of shipping them back to FD Motorsports to Fister uh, was just not worth the benefit of, of the refund for the cause that he was giving me because the shipping cost was way too high. Um, so I think in the end, I think with shipping, it cost me around 1400 us dollars, uh, which is not that cheap, but it still would, it's still a lot cheaper than the other options that I would have done. Um, I can't remember how much order house Hamilton, uh, charged me for installation, but I think, I think it was only a few hours, um, it where the would probably other be about like four four hours labor or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean that that fourteen hundred US, uh, I would have got back at the time, and I think his prices have gone up slowly. I would have got five hundred and fifty back for the core fee, but the shipping. When I checked out the shipping, the shipping was going to cost me close close to that to get it shipped back. You know what I mean? Because of the weight. Um, yeah. so I just didn't worry about it. And also my ones cost a little bit more. I think it was another couple of hundred dollars cause I had the velvet black, um, ceramic finish done on the Fisters, even though there was probably no point cause you can't see it. Uh, but they say that it reduced the heat, um, yep. which I guess it did. Um, what else? And then when I first had them installed, I think I said to you, I didn't really notice it didn't, it, it took, it seemed to take them a little while just to work the way in. You know what I mean? I think maybe because of that new pipe that he, welded on. Uh, I think I emailed Darren Fister and he actually did say that. He said, you know, there needs to be a bit of carbon build up first and the, and the, the yeah. sound will change slightly after a few hundred miles, uh, which I think it did. Um, yeah. Did it go louder or softer? I've always wondered loud, that because whenever went, they sort of say they need to carbon up, it's like, oh, is that going to make it louder or is it going to make it quieter? It went deeper. It went more, more, okay. more grump. I think I noticed it the most when the car was idling in the car park before I drive off. I could, I think it actually could feel it sort of louder. And obviously in the second yeah. and third, you know, second and third gears obviously is where you notice it on the, on the twisties and stuff. You really did notice the difference in the sound. Um, but I think when I first, actually, I think when it first started, when I first started driving it and getting used to the sound, I think I said to you that I think it's too loud. I think I did actually say that to you. I think it was, I think I for a second there. You're... I remember when you were going through the process, you kept sort of saying to me, oh, but is it going to be too loud? And I think with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, with Fister, uh, at least um, they used to kind of offer a couple of different levels of it. Um, I can't remember if they still do it, but I think there was like a stage one, two and three, or maybe a, a two and three. Um, and the difference was the loudness. And then you, I think you were toying up, you know, which way to kind of go with it. But and I know you always sort of said to me, oh, the is it going to be too loud? Maybe I can't, maybe I won't really like it, but um, hopefully I think, you do. I think the 997, it's only one. 
I don't think there's different okay. stages. I think that, I think you're right in the stages. I think that was for the, I'm just looking at his website now, actually, while we're talking, because I had, oh, it, okay. I had yeah. it open, but I think it's the, uh, yeah, on the 993, which you had done, he has stage two yeah. sport exhaust modification, stage three sport exhaust modification. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting it confused then. I'm so thinking the nine, about um, the old 993. So the 993 must be a different, He maybe that's what he does in the 993 one. Maybe it is, like you said, something's changed inside the inside the muffler. Oh, I think I've stuffed your podcast up because I think I've just basically <laughs> confused it all. But, yeah, I, there were there's a couple of different levels, obviously, in the 993, and I think it might be the diameter of the pipe that they kind of install, like it goes from, like, two inches to two and a half or three inches or something like that. Oh, that's okay. So I'm wondering why they can't do that with the 997. I wonder what's different with the 997 where it only has the one, it actually only has the one um, one sound, one stage. It doesn't do a second stage. I do stage. remember reading on Renlist again for 993s though. I think it got to the point where eventually people just kind of went the whole hog that sort of going the lower level one um probably wasn't quite enough if you were going to make if you're going to actually do the mod um you yeah. may as well kind of make it sound as good as you can kind of thing i, I really but want to i want objective of course yeah 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 of course um i want to get onto the onto your gt3 but just before we go there i just want to make one other point oh. the 997 i noticed uh and this is when i just remember this because i'm looking at their page now but the 997.2 you could do the fista sports mod the fista sports exhaust but then you could also couple that with the Sharkworks center bypass pipes. But you couldn't do that on the point one. I'm not sure what the reason is. I, I probably should know the technical reason. Because I remember reading people and they're saying, you know, get the Fister and, and tie it in with the Sharkworks center bypass pipes, which Darren Fister on FD Motorsport sells as well. Um, oh, okay. But that option's only available on the point two. It's not available on the point one. Yeah, right. Um, and that makes it, I have heard that people say that makes it obviously louder. Um, and most people say that's what you should get. You should get both of them. Um, but it's only on the point two. It's not on the point one. So, so most importantly, though, with your car and what you've done, are you happy with it? Yeah, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with it. Um, I mean, you hear it and I think you think it sounds quite well. I mean, for the money that I spent. Yeah, I think it sounds unreal. Yeah, I think I, the, I think it sounds really good. The um, money I spent, I mean, you really, don't. Sorry, go no, on. It, no, that's cool. It's really interesting because I think um, whenever we sort of hang out when you are in Sydney and we go for a drive or whatever else, um, it is your car is surprisingly. It is kind of loud um, from the outside. Like more often than not, when we're doing anything. Um, you're in your car, I'm in mine. Even if I hear your car idling from the back, in the back, from the outside, um, say in the garage or whatever else, it does sound relatively loud. It's got a really nice burble. Um, but um, even in comparison to the GT3 down low, your car sounds really good, um, really low revs and really low idle. It does kind of bring out what I can remember as being a little bit of a kind of air cool kind of grumble which um, is really, really good. And I actually think that's not prevalent in the GT3, but anyway, slightly different thing. Yeah, no, I mean, when we go on the, um, when we go down in, in Australia, there's a road where we go to Steve and I drive, which is uh, going down south through the National Park. And there's another part of that road, which is the Kangaroo Valley part, isn't it? 
Kangaroo Valley yep. part where we go up, when, especially when you go, not when you're just going down, but when you're going up that hill and it's kind of windy yep. and it's steep and it's, and when, especially when there's no traffic. Oh, Macquarie Pass. Yeah, Macquarie yeah. Pass. And when you drive through in there and you hear it and then the vibration, you can hear it in, in the forest and you can hear it when you've got your windows open and I can hear your car in front and then I hear mine. I think, yeah, it sounds pretty good. It's obviously it's not as loud as yours, but as an experience inside the cabin, uh, it's not overwhelming. It's loud enough. You know what I mean? And yep. when you're going through second and third and when you're, you know, a lot of those times when you're going down that road, when you're coming down the hill, you're in sort of third gear anyway. And then, you know, it's just, it's got a really nice sound to it, especially when you get higher in the revs. It, it really does sound um, really good. I mean, I think. Well, I, mean, I, was, I was about to ask, what about up high when you rev it out? Um, does it sort of wail or did, can you remember what the difference is? I never go that close to red line, so I don't know, but um no, I think it's I think it's quite consistent. It feels quite consistent to me. I don't know. I don't really notice the oh. sound. I think it's quite consistent. I mean, I'm, I mean, I like it. I mean, people people always ask me about it. You know, people have asked me about it quite a lot. Um, and I I would still say get it. You know what I mean? Even if I got a nine nine six, I think James at Auto Amateur actually they're doing that project nine nine six thing. I think he said he's getting a Fister for that as well. He's ordered a Fister as well. Um, but I think for a, yeah, but I think for a nine nine seven nine nine six, I think Fister is the way to go. Um, I don't know whether it's the best. Do you think it's the best option for a 993? Um, I just remember at the time it was one of it very similar, very similar thing when you're kind of trying to weigh it all up. It's something where it's not a huge expenditure, like getting a whole new system. And there's because of that's an older kind of model, um, there's not as many kind of people making like, you know, off the shelf kind of systems for it. Um, so yeah, like at the time when I had it, which is a long time ago now, it's um, quite a lot of. Um, uh, it, it's it it really was the best option. I think I think what I've always liked about the Fista, and I think this is just me in general with my car, with my nine eleven, is that I I like to do things to it, but I don't really want to change it too much. Do you know what I mean? And I think yep. the thing about the Fista exhaust is it's basically the same exhaust that's on the car. You're not really changing anything. You know what I mean? If someone looked underneath the car, they might not even know that you have an exhaust mod. Uh, I guess I'll yeah. notice it if it's black. I mean, if I would have just got the silver, people wouldn't even notice that you had anything done on it. I mean, if you have another exhaust system like an Inatech or a Fab Speed or, a, or whatever, you would probably notice that it's got a separate exhaust. Not that that would deter people if you were ever selling the car or whatever, but I, for me, I kind of like keeping it almost you know, stock in a way, but just slightly tweaked. You know what I mean? And that's what I've always yep. tried to do with my car. I don't want to sort of push it too far where it's overdone. Um, so that, that's that's one of the main reasons why I like the Fister as well. Yeah, I'd be happy. Um, I, I reckon it sounds unreal, really good. All right, so GT3. GT3, where do we start with the GT3? Hmm. Steve's current car is a 2008 997.1 GT3, right? 2008? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so what did you do? With, so do you want to start with the exhaust you just done or you want to start with the first one you did? Uh, no, I think we mentioned in the past. I, I'm, again, I'm no expert, so I can't explain. I've just fumbled. <laughs> I fumbled the first 20 minutes of this conversation. Um, like, like I sort of said, there was a thing with me moving from 964 to 993, then to 997, 
I was the thing I loved the most about those old cars, the air cooled ones, was the sound. Um, uh, you know, like best summary is that I don't think you have to drive particularly hard or quickly to kind of enjoy it. Yeah. You, know, you could just sort of poodle along, go to the shops or whatever, and um, I get lots of enjoyment out of just even a short trip. So I was a little bit, I think I was a little bit tentative, you know, in moving into a, a water-cooled car or a newer car because I always used to think that they were just quieter. I guess that's just technology and the evolution of cars in general in terms of everything. You're a lot more cosseted because the sound deadening's um, more prevalent, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so when I kind of sort of decided to sell a 993, I remember, like, I love that car so much. Um but the only thing that I sort of thought was I probably wouldn't, uh, I remember thinking at the time I wouldn't make a leap from a sort of base 993 to a base 997. If I was going to do it, then I'd kind of go the whole hog, hence the GT3, which is what I did. Um, and it's interesting because base, like a standard GT3 out of the box sounds unreal, but you have to rev it. Like you've actually got to rev past... Oh, I don't know, maybe about 4,000 4, revs or thereabouts. Did your, and then, sorry, did your GT3 yeah. have a sports exhaust? Does it come standard with it a sports was, exhaust? So standard it comes with, well, I don't know whether it's a sports, there's no option on it. So basically all the exhausts are the same on a GT3. Um, there's a switch in it and I think they've all got that. So um, it's valved. So yep. when you hit the switch at idle, um, you can literally kind of hear the note um, get louder, but it's a really weird, curious thing, which is um, if you if you look it up on Renlist, the valve is sort of like slightly weird because what happens is, and I believe it's the same on 991s, that once you actually hit this sort of magical kind of number in revs, I think it's about bit over four, the valves um, manually kind of open up because it's all on a vacuum system. Right. So, yeah, when you're driving, you literally kind of hear this funny little um, sort of switch in the tone of your car because it, it all of a sudden it just sort of goes louder. Okay. Um, so with this switch um, in the standard thing, you press that button and you think that what it's going to do is just leave the valve um, open the whole time but apparently when you kind of dig into it and you read up about it, it doesn't actually do that. So the valve is just like, it's actually quite annoying. Um, so that's actually one of the mods that I did, which is you can buy this thing um, from Gert um, uh, in Belgium. He owns a company called Carnual, um, where you can literally force your valves open or closed. So it doesn't do that funny stepping thing at 4,000 revs. Um, right. It, I only discovered it maybe about a year and a half ago and I've had this car for six years. Um, wish I had um, understood the difference that I just tried to explain a bit earlier because um, that weird kind of stepping um, becomes a bit annoying. Or I think when you don't really know any better and you just jump in your car, you, you haven't sort of gone through all this detail, um, 
you've, I found that I just wanted to hear the noise all the time, which right. means that you just want to be over 4,000 revs all the time, which means right. that you're constantly driving around in a gear lower than you should be being kind mm-hmm. of really obnoxious. So a lot of GT3 um, owners do the carnual mod. That's like a common thing that I people don't know. do. Um, because it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't get as much kind of chatter um, as say um, like a shark shark works bypass etc but that valve um control um i would say is like one of the first things that you should do there's sorry there's one little hack that you can do if you want to test to see if you actually like it which is um you can literally pull um there's a little fuse or plug in your engine bay you you pull that out and it keeps the valves open the whole time so you'll know what it's like at constant that's That's interesting you said that because I've been reading, I've been, not for any reason, just because I've been bored, but I've been reading up about Aston Martin V8 Vantage, you know, the first Mm. generation. And there's so many things on the Aston Martin owners that they say that you have to remove some fuse because you have that valve where the valves aren't open properly at certain amount of revs and it says you should take a fuse out. And I was just about to ask you, is that the same with the GT3? If you just pull out a fuse, then it'll just leave it in yeah. the right position. So obviously the Aston Martin, I think, had the same issue because people were saying, you know, remove that fuse or whatever. Um, yep. So similar, similar thing. But what was the first I'll thing? I'll misquote it. I'll misquote it though. There's all this sort of conversation when you read forums like Renlist um, about whether um, Porsche put it in to kind of keep back pressure down low so you don't lose torque and this and that and everything right, else, or right. whether it's... Um, sort of noise regulations around the world, particularly Switzerland, which has kind of got one of the more extreme things. I, I'm no expert. I don't know the answer. But all I know is that that switch is actually kind of a little bit annoying because it doesn't work intuitively the way that you think that it would work, which is, oh, I want to drive around. I want to be able to talk on the phone. I'll keep the valves closed. Um, or I'm kind of fanging it um, on a twisty bit of road. I want it open. In factory form, I don't think it actually works like that. And you, you think that it would, but it doesn't. Right. So what was the – so when you got the car, the first exhaust you put on the car was the Acra? No. I oh. did a um, – what was the equivalent to a, like a centre – they call it a centre bypass. So I don't know with – From say, someone example, in the UK, wasn't it? Someone in the yeah. UK, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. So – very, it's very similar to um, with when when you look it up for a, a 997 GT3. There's all of these people like Shark Sharks Works, Shark Works, um, GMG. There's a there's a bevy of places that all kind of um, offer you effectively the sort of same thing, which is um, a center center bypass. So there's a muffler in the middle that you kind of swap it out and um, it just brings out the tone in your car and it's great. Okay. So you did the, so the Sharkworks type bypass. Um, Was the first thing that I did and it's brilliant. So again, same thing. When you, when you read up online, et cetera, um, it's probably one of the most common mods for GT3s, um, 997 and 991 brings out the sound. The valve still works. Um, that weird thing that I sort of just explained. Yeah. So, um, and there's no drone. Um, it just makes it sound so much better. So I would sort of say like the difference between what you did on your car 
it's the equivalent sort of benefits in terms of volume and tone and everything. Um, okay, so we had a we had to just pause again. We had to pause just then because uh, Steve's <laughs> baby woke up and we just didn't want to uh, have the noise in the background. But all right, so we were talking about uh, the GT3. We're talking about the mods on the GT3. I'm just going to come back to this so I get my head back into gear. Uh, Steve. Uh, was talking about the shark works bypass? the bypass yeah and then after the bypass yeah. you did the uh then i switched to uh, an acra a kropovich i think that's how you say it a kropovich um off the shelf system but it was only which was really expensive mm, i bought it used <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> so yeah um but i that that replaces the side mufflers and the center muffler, um, right. which means, without getting too technical, the side mufflers are the bits that have the valves in it. So you lose any ability to kind of switch again. And at this point, I hadn't really discovered that um, Carnior remote thing. Um, but that Akropovich thing, um, everybody knows what the brand is. Um, I'd always kind of read about it. I sort of thought, oh, you know, take the plunge because I kind of liked tinkering with the car. Um, you remember hearing, and I think yeah, it I think I think cool. I think the Acro, I think the Acro actually sounded really, really good. I liked how it sounded. It, it sounded really good. That was the one with the titanium tips, right? The tips that went blue. The whole thing's titanium. Yeah, so it's a titanium so, titanium exhaust, so super light, right? A lot lighter than what would have been on there already. I believe so. I never never picked up either piece side by side. Definitely much lighter than factory. Um, but the curious thing about titanium, I think, is it does sound different. Not 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 that you can kind of compare. Like I don't have exactly the same thing, titanium versus um, normal stainless. But uh, it's It doesn't get as hot, like right? A, Sorry, it doesn't. No, I'm not oh, sure about that. The heat I'm is. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Um, it's just it, it's just a different sort of tone. Um, it It's... It's a little bit hollower and a little bit sort of tinnier. It doesn't have, um, doesn't sort of have the same kind of bassy kind of um, notes to it. So, right, right. A um, bit hard to explain with words, but um, I do know for a fact that titanium sort of as a material sort of sounds different. So, like, even if you kind of go to Fab Speed or JCR, um, there's a few places that kind of offer you an exhaust that's either in stainless or titanium. I think the benefits of titanium is that it obviously sounds cooler because as in the fact that you've got titanium as opposed to normal stainless um, and it's lighter, but there's actually like a difference in the tone. But do you like the, the sound? Itself. Do you like the sound of the titanium or you think the titanium sound is not as great as what you thought it was? That's before? funny because that's actually, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Um, so the, I, look, I really enjoyed the Acra. Um, the reason why I, pulled it back off again i think at the time was you had a baby there was no that was before that <laughs> i had was it i i had a girlfriend slash fiance and i only had this one car to drive her around in and it was a little bit too loud to kind of just have a normal conversation she's not a car person so she didn't i don't I th think she enjoyed driving I, around in the gt3 yeah. at the best of times I, I had to quiet it quieten it back down I think the important part of the story, which you're missing out, is is Steve actually hmm. bought a 1M. 1M? <laughs> a BMW 1M, which he had as his second car 
because if you have a GT, you have a GTT GT3. No, that was the first car, I guess, and the G, and the one M was the second car, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And Steve had a one M, and then he sold it. Correct, you sold it, and then you yes. had to go back into the GT3, which, as you said, your fiance found it too loud. Um, and I guess it was quite yeah, loud, and the vibrations just, were just quite strong. Yeah, they were quite strong. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. guess if you're just driving around as a normal daily in your GT3 with the Acura, it probably would become a little bit too much at times, I, I guess, yeah. right? Um, There's different versions of an Acura as well. It's just the one that I've got. Um, it deleted the side mufflers, which deleted the valves again, so you couldn't control anything, and it was just a bit too loud. Um, yeah, it was quite loud. I mean, I, I, I like the yeah. sound of it. I thought it was a good sound, especially when you're just going on a lahoon on the weekend and twisties. It, it did sound good. Um, yep. so then after the Acro, you had nothing, you went back to stock, pretty much stock. No, I went back to the, um, the previous center bypass, which the I bypass. always really enjoyed and thought sounded great. It like, so just if you, if you wanted to kind of know the difference, the, that, that normal sort of center bypass, um, has, has a bit more depth and base. And I think is a little bit growlier. The Acro, I think it felt to me like you had to kind of get on it a little bit more to get right, like a right. really nice wailing kind of sound um, right? and just very sort of funny nuances, very hard to describe with words as well. But um, So let's, let's jump, let's jump, let's jump forward. Let's jump forward mm-hmm. to, sorry, cutting you off. Let's jump forward to yeah. a couple uh, months ago, correct? Just before yep. lockdown or during lockdown, you yep. bought an exhaust from Hong Kong? Uh, so... I was on Renlist and I was reading all of this stuff that's kind of, there's always sort of like chatter and it's bad because that's such a slippery slope. There's so much kind of influence when you read about what other people are doing. Basically in the 991, um, with 991 GT3s, I think a really common mod is to um, not just kind of do a centre bypass, not just do a side bypass, but to actually kind of combine them. So you've kind of... um, Basically, you've gone for a straight-through exhaust. Right. Um, in a 991 GT3, I think there's a lot more sound deadening. It's a different engine. So apparently it's quite a common mod. I think if you look up um, that obsessed garage, that Matt guy, oh, yes. um, he went through the gamut and that's what he arrived at as the best sound. So that's the kind of, I think it sounds like it's the common thing for a 991. Not many 997 guys have done it. Um so that's the bit that I was kind of falling around with and exploring and basically um, sort of arrived at. But the way that it works is I picked up some side uh, side bypasses that still have valves on it, um, again, used, and then I've combined that with a centre bypass, but it's not um, just... Uh, sort of two bits of pipe, like I had something kind of made up that still has um, some mufflers in it, like very, very small ones. So the idea is that with this sort of valve control thing, with the valves closed, I'm hoping that it was, you know, sort of like a little bit, uh, a little bit quieter, like just gives you the ability to kind of cruise, talk on the phone, um, you know, hands-free, et cetera, um, listen to a podcast and then obviously with valves open, it is effectively cup car straight through loud, which I've never been in a cup car, but it's loud. So you, you, but you're pretty happy with this, right? So far, you're pretty happy with what you've done. 
Yeah, um, it's loud. It really is loud. Like the sound of it is amazing. Um, I remember when I was talking to Auto House, um, Grant at Auto House, who um, owns the place, um, and I spoke to him about it. He sort of said, oh, um, that's going to be really, really loud if you kind of go straight through like cup car is like ear ringing. So I was a little bit nervous about kind of giving it a go. Um, he helped me do the install with the bits that I just described and he did the, um, he does like all the road tests and he, he sort of said to me, oh, actually, no, I quite like it. So um, I, I was actually kind of nervous because I was pretty much going against his advice because I think he pretty much sort of said to me, I'm not quite sure if you're going to be able to live with that. Yeah. Um, it's livable. With the so, valves closed, it's, it's, it's livable. Yeah, so you sent me the Steve sent me the um you sent me the video of the exhaust. And I think it sounded mm-hmm. pretty good. I mean it's hard to tell from a video, it's hard to tell from the sound in the video, but but I think it sounded pretty good. It didn't sound overly loud. Um, but I guess the test is for me is when I'm following you <clears throat> in my car and seeing how it sounds from my car, because I always remember the sound of the previous exhaust, or the that was obviously mm-hmm. just the bypass, and I also remember the Acra, but more so the previous exhaust. So it'll be interesting to see how much louder it is when you're really uh, going through the gears on the um, <clears throat> on the twisties. The real test is you actually getting in the car and driving it. I reckon maybe for maybe some taste, because I've read a few people sort of went down this route, not with but not exactly the same. And I think it might be a bit too loud for some people's taste. I think. But is it okay? It. Is it okay driving it driving it around Sydney? Does it still is it too yeah. loud on the streets? It's okay, right? Because you've still got the no, car newel, you've got that car newel switch that you said, you've still got that yep. attached, which yep. actually helps yep. it. Yep, absolutely. Um, no, and um, the other thing, I've, I think anybody that sort of changes or modifies their exhaust, um, yeah, everybody worries about drone, like um, particularly sort of at low revs when you're just kind of trying to cruise around at, you know, two and a half, 2,800 2, revs. But this car is pretty good like that. Um, if you're just on part throttle, et cetera, it's perfectly livable. Um, it's just louder in general it's just it's literally like turning up the volume knob well i guess the test is you haven't got it taken off right you've left it on there so it must be it must be working not yet (laughs) (laughs) i've got got two other options to go back to (laughs) but do you think but that's still better you still think it's a better sound than the acra right it's better sound than the titanium acra um yeah i think so it's just so hard uh, exhaust notes are so subjective. I think every, like one one person's loud and cool is another person's like, you know, I can't live with that and really obnoxious. So um, for my personal taste, like all, all three of them sounded really good. Um, this one's, this one, this one's certainly the loudest. And, and the re- look, the reason why I even kind of did it, it's not just because I'm an idiot and I just kind of can't sort of stop doing things. Um, Probably the biggest thing was that I drive this car maybe like once or twice a week. Um, we now have another car to kind of um, get around in, sort of to do daily chores, etc. Um, so when I get in the car and drive the GT3, I try not to kind of do a 10-minute trip. Like I'll drive to go and see my parents who are about half an hour away, which is a decent drive. Um, I just wanted to do something to kind of just make sure that it really was an occasion and it sort of felt more special. And even with the previous exhaust, the previous two exhausts, 
you kind of find that you still have to kind of rev it out quite a bit. And I think that's probably the nature of the Metzger in the GT3 as well, though, which yeah. is unlike your car, which sounds really good um, at lower revs, um, the characteristic of that engine is that I think you've just got to rev it out. So um, right, I right. wanted to try to do something where, again, I didn't have to drive so quickly or didn't kind of constantly have to rev the thing out to kind of get the enjoyment out of it because, you know, particularly in a city like Sydney or I guess anywhere, um, you know, it's not not easy to kind of find yeah, true. find places where you can rev past like yeah. three and a half, four thousand all the time. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I guess I guess no matter what nine eleven you have, I guess it's it's like there's always there's always different options, isn't there? There's always different price options. Um, so mm. on your exhaust that you did, I guess the the most economical, the most cheapest option would have been the bypass, the pipe. Yep. From, okay. Yep. Um, well, I guess actually, no, the cheapest one is the carnual switch. If you just didn't do anything with your exhaust and you had a GT3 and just to make it better, you would do the carnual switch. Yeah. So your car is constantly on loud in standard form. Yep. Yeah. So it's on loud at standard form. So that's the best, that's the cheapest option. The next step up is yep. a bypass pipe, which I think is what a lot of people do on, like I said, on 997.2s as well, because they do the shark works yes. and it's not that expensive. So that's yep. a, an economical option. And then after that, is the Acra more expensive than the one you've just done now? Or yeah, by far. Yeah. So the Acra, Acra you bought, is expensive. Probably Acra you one bought of the most expensive. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Uh, well, you, sorry. Like, yeah. If you're talking sort of off the shelf prices, like if somebody wanted to go out and do it, it's pretty hard to go and find a used Acra exhaust. Um, so an Acra is a, over ten thousand dollars Australian. Oh, jeez. Let's do it. No, I never. I never looked into it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend ten grand on an exhaust system. So right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Steve always has the knack, and I think I might have said this in one of my podcasts before Steve joined it. Uh, Steve always has the knack of finding things used, like brand new, secondhand, very cheap. <laughs> I think I think that's from spending. I think you spend too much time, too much time on the forums. Basically, you spend more time than me. I always get bored with it after a while when I'm looking for things. But Steve has the has the knack of finding things. So that's how you found the Acura. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, just constantly trolling forums and gumtree and ebay and stuff like that just i don't know just killing time so i guess you know the gt3 you have you have all those options like what steve's done i mean you can start quite you know do it quite inexpensively or you can do it you know spend a lot of money on like an acra um the 997 you know i still think for, for the for the bang for the buck fd motorsports darren fister the the fister mod is a good one um i guess some people would still think that's not super cheap you know what I mean? But I think it's okay. I guess if you get the core refund, it's about 800 US. So 800, 900 US. So that's still a lot cheaper than most other options. When you think in the US, you know, the factory PSE exhaust is about three and a half thousand from Suncoast, you know, so it's still about a third of the cost, right? So it's still a pretty good option for a third of the cost if you're on a budget. Um, you, and you're you not could really, do the Gundo hack though, couldn't you? Yeah, but I think the Gundo hack's about the same price. I think the Gundo hack was out about the same time and then Darren Fister did something slightly different to the Gundo hack, I think. I still think, I, I, yeah. I don't know, I should have researched this, but I think the Gundo hack is slightly louder. I think it is slightly right. louder than Fister. I think they do something different with the pipe and I'm not sure what it is. I remember reading about it and thinking they were the same, but they're actually not the same. Even though people sort of use the name, you know, call them the same thing, they're actually not exactly the same. Um, mm -hmm. But I think the most important thing is is if you get a base 
911 and I think even with 991s I think you know you would if you were looking for even a 991 or use 991.1 even if it was just a Carrera you'd really want to try and get one that had the Porsche uh, sports exhaust right you would try to get one that had the, the sports exhaust built in because the sound yep. without a sports exhaust is a little bit weak um I did read I did hear something the other day in a podcast and it could have been on Spike's car radio maybe uh, and they said with the Turbo S I think it was on Spike's Car Radio. He said with the new Turbo S, they had a Turbo S that was loaned to them because they're very lucky and they get all these cars from Porsche given to them to use and drive for a few days. They said that there was no point, no point, yeah, I hope so. There was no point (laughs) getting the sports exhaust on the Turbo S. They said it didn't really make much of a difference. Oh, really? Wow. And they also said they didn't like the position of the exhaust because the exhaust changes. uh, You get like the GT2 type exhaust, I think, with the sports exhaust on the new 992. You get the big oval pipes and um, they didn't like the look of those pipes. But I thought that I thought if you bought a turbo, you would want a sports exhaust because the turbo sound would just be nothing without it. But there, I, th- I think it was them. I think it was them. It could have been Matt Farah. I'm not sure, but basically they said it made no difference to the sound, and they wouldn't they wouldn't option it. So there you go. That might be the factory thing, though. I suppose there's so many um, aftermarket places if you're into that sort of thing um, to make your car sound better. But I guess I guess the most important thing is we need to really uh, embrace the exhaust sound, and we need to embrace these exhaust mods that you can do to the 911 now, because when you get the Taycan and you get the uh, manufactured sound that comes through um, the cabin, um, I have heard and I have read that the Taycan one, Steve, is one of the best. What Porsche have done with the uh, soundtrack or whatever it is, that Jetson's noise. It's it yeah, so cool. Apparently. <laughs> Well, it's to make it sound like a naturally aspirated car to give it some type of exhaust sound, right? Because what I I remember, and I don't want to get onto electric cars too much, but when I was in the Model X uh, that we had in the UK last summer and we went for about a three-hour drive outside of London in the Model X that we rented, it's that, I don't know, I find that it is very Jetsons, that whirring electric sound that you hear, you know what I mean? There's no, like, exhaust sound and it's just... that car... Does that car simulate any other kind of noise with speed? So when you press the accelerator, do you hear anything else? I don't know if the X was set up properly. Uh, Tasha's dad was driving it. I don't think it was set up properly. I think maybe the suspension wasn't set low enough as well because the ride felt a bit rocky to me. Um, But it didn't really have a sound. It's just the electric motor. So I understand that, you know, when you get a Taycan or when you get a Tesla, and I've heard that, the Tesla S. I don't know if the Tesla S has it. I know that the Model X, I couldn't hear any exhaust sound. But the Taycan, I've, they've said that the Taycan has the manufactured sound. Um, yeah. And it's pumped clear. through. But they pump it through in a slightly different way, and I, I don't remember how they've done it. They pumped it through in a different way so it sounds more real than other cars that have this manufactured sound. Because the manufactured sound is also in the – recorded sound is also in the um, – in BMWs as well, right? In M BMWs, I think. Cars. Yeah, yeah. So they've all got this this soundtrack. Um, but apparently the way Porsche does it, they've actually thought about it, they've engineered it, and apparently it's um, really good. Anyway, I'm mm. getting off track, but I was just, my thought was, you know, I guess we have to enjoy the sound of exhaust and exhaust mods because eventually when electric cars outnumber naturally aspirated cars, it's going to be soundtrack exhaust. Yeah, it's just such a big part of the experience. Um, yeah. Having driven 911s for 20-something years now, 
one of the biggest parts of it is just um, the sound of it. it. It's just um, there's nothing like it. True, true. Nothing, uh, nothing like the sound and nothing like the balance of the engine in the rear when you actually first drive it and you, when you drive it around twisty roads and you feel it, you feel the weight transfer, don't you? Like, I, mm. I don't know. I remember the first time when we went on some mountain road and it's like you, you actually do feel that the engine's in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. how it hugs the road, just how, you know, it just, I don't know. It's just such a great experience. It really is a great experience. But um, have you driven a car with a recorded exhaust sound? With piped exhaust sound? Mm. I don't think I have. I haven't driven many new cars at all recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't heard no, it either. I don't so think I'm I have. Not, yeah. But anyway, Newest apparently, the- my brother-in-law's were 140 BMW, which is similar to my 1M, but I don't think that's got um, uh, noise piped into the through the speakers. I think the M. I think the M2 has it. Would that be correct? I think I read somewhere the M2 has. Oh, it might too. I think my uncle, I can't remember. I my don't know why the M2 would have it. Anyway, we're getting off track. But the main thing is it's good to have uh, real, <laughs> exhaust, real exhaust sound um, and it's good to have these options. But I think I think that's probably it for today. Steve, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, all right. It's all reversible too. Even if, you, even if you kind of fool around with it and you don't like it, you can always swap it back. Um, it's not the end of the world. And sometimes you have to remember when you buy an exhaust, it's not just the cost of the exhaust, it's the cost of the labor to install the exhaust. And sometimes these exhausts take quite a few hours to install, correct? So uh, four to six hours sometimes, correct? Yeah, I think um, with the different people that manufacture, there's tolerances, et cetera. So um, the people that kind of like at Auto House, um, it depends on how well the, the thing fits and they have to kind of... Um, sort of jiggle everything around and try to bend little bits and pieces here and there to kind of make it all all line up nicely all right i think that's it for today i think we've yeah, uh, i think we've covered everything we had to talk about everything we wanted to talk about um we had a few notes in front of us but most of it was off the cuff so i hope it wasn't too boring for everyone <laughs> everyone yeah, out there that. Um, I think I just droned on. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But thanks again, Steve. Thanks for coming on again. I know it's really early in the morning there. Um, But this is. Sorry about the um, baby noise. (laughs) Babies are fine. The baby noise is fine. I'm not going to cut it out. I'm going to leave it in. Um, (laughs) I am. I'm going to leave it in. Um, But anyway, thanks for listening today. Uh, This is the Porsche Cool Podcast. As I said before, you can uh, find it on Podbean. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Google Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on most of the podcast platforms. Like I said, just do a search in Google. They'll come up uh, or just go to Apple Podcasts and just put in Porsche Cooled, one word, one word, Porsche Cooled podcast. Thanks for listening. And we'll, um, we'll do another chat of these uh, in the coming week with Steve again about another topic on Porsche. You're in for that, Steve? Yeah, yeah. All good. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.